you will sense the gratitude um, throughout the day from the seafarers. They are happy that you're here. They are so grateful that you are willing to give up your time to help them uh, accomplish. Thank you, listeners, for taking an interest in learning more about New England Seafarers' mission. We are at episode five, and by now you might be wondering when you can serve and how to volunteer. Perhaps you might be considering who to invite to serve alongside you, and how to get your church involved. Well, let's get right to it. So, Steve, what do Nessum Ministry seasons look like? More specifically, for New England Seafarers Mission in Boston, for the cruise ship ministry, you've had the first cruise ship of the year on March 31st this year. When does that season end, and where does this ministry happen? So uh, the season lasts through about mid-November. Um, it is those two dates are getting closer and closer throughout the winter as the as the cruise industry in Boston continues to grow. So it's become almost, almost, in fact, it is a full-time segment of what we do when you add in all that we need to do in the winter to get ready for the next season. It, that ministry happens at our seafarer center, which is in the Flynn cruise ship terminal on black Falcon Ave. The terminal is right outside our front door. We are blessed to have a location uh, offered by the Massachusetts port authority, Massport, that they recognize that what we do is helping the crew members on board the ships that they bring into port. And so they are happy to let us uh, operate here in this, in this building. And so we can bring that help uh, to the seafarers. Our industrial ship visitation happens in the port of Boston for us at the Conley container terminal, which is on the other side of the reserve channel, very close to us in the same South Boston region. We offer Um, chaplain visits down in Quincy and in Braintree, as well as having a satellite operation in Rhode Island, in Narragansett Bay, in the Port of Providence, and in southeastern Mass. Those are the industrial ship visitations down there. Okay, thank you for that. And so the question is, how can any individual or church help? So I I love to use real-life examples. So um, and here's one sitting right across from me. So Dan, let's say you wanted to volunteer at, on a cruise ship day and you went home and spoke with your wife uh, about, honey, I would really like to volunteer. And maybe we could get a couple of people from our small group. You would go to nesefers.org, go to our volunteer page. You'll see there a Google calendar that lists the dates that are available um, for the cruise ministry. Find a date that settles with, the, with your group, however large it is. Then uh, click on our, our easy link right on that page that says Sign Up Genius. Click on that uh, link. It'll bring you, again, to that page. And you just simply, what I ask for is your uh, email address and name. You can sign up for everybody if you want, or they can each sign up individually. So that way I would have four email addresses. Either way works. You will get a reminder uh, as it approaches uh, the date that you have signed up for from Sign Up Genius. It's automatic. You'll get a reminder uh, from them that you have signed up for this day. 
you plan on arriving here between eight and nine o'clock, depending on what the calendar happens to say. You probably want to bring a, a packed lunch with you because there's not a lot of time or places locally to get a lunch. Dress comfortably because it is, uh, you might be standing a little bit. Um, we do have a first floor. Our store is on the first floor, but the rest of the floors are uh, accessed by stairs. We don't have, we're not handicapped access. That's just important to know that. Um, there is a, uh, there are restrooms available down in the terminal for ground level, but we also have a restroom here, but it's up on the third floor. Uh, you'll, we'll train you how to work for the first 10, 15 minutes at your different location, depending on where you're assigned. And then you'll start seeing the people come in. There are always, I will probably always be here or a chaplain on duty. And we also always have staff volunteers here who are provide the continuity to and the training. So you're not going to be left alone without anyone to ask questions of. Um, it's you catch on pretty quick with the work. It's not complicated. Uh, if some things are a little bit more complicated than other, but generally nine, you, you'll be able to accomplish what you need to do. It's, it's not scary at all. And as you get better throughout the course of the day, repetition is the best thing. You just keep going to kind of keep doing the same thing over and over again. So you'll get the hang of it. You'll then be able to engage the seafarer with just, you know, pleasant and polite conversation across the counter or across the table. And so you'll be able to, to talk with them a little bit. You will sense the gratitude um, throughout the day from the seafarers. They are happy that you're here. They are so grateful that you are willing to give up your time to help them uh, accomplish. We typically will get you done and out of here around two or three o'clock in the afternoon. There'll be a little bit of a cleanup time and maybe a debrief time. Folks love to get their pictures taken, you know, here as a group so they can share it with their church back home or with their organization, which is a great way to kind of spread the word about it. We do, we are at, at, at our location with the cruise ship terminal at one Black Falcon Avenue. We do have free parking down the street from one of the businesses who allows our volunteers and only our volunteers to park there with a short walk up the street to where we are. We're also accessible on the T on the silver line and right out of South station SL2 goes right by the front door here. So you could even come in by way of public transportation as well. I actually have a few volunteers who take the commuter boat off the, out of the North shore and a dock right down the street at the wharf right down the street and walk over. So you could come volunteer at the seafarers mission by way of boat. So we've gone to many links to get you here and help you uh, help us. So I don't know how long ago this was, but I remember meeting a youth pastor who brought her youth group teenagers to come and volunteer here. And they were not from New England but somewhere far. So that got me thinking, um, do you get volunteers from different states? And speaking of uh, the youth group, how young is too young to serve here? Mm. So remember I told you about a map that has a bunch of pins in it that shows all the countries that we do. I have another map in our office that's with a bunch of pins in the United States that show where volunteers have come from volunteer groups and they come from as far away as san diego los angeles seattle florida the midlands of the united states uh, quite a few in the eastern united states so yes you don't have to be from new england to come here if you're 
church or organization wants to put together a team to do inner city missions work, and there are a number of organizations that offer that kind of uh, networking to find you ministry opportunities here in New England, uh, you can participate in that way. If you are, uh, want to travel to England and maybe capture two or three days here at the Seafarers Mission, remember, it, it doesn't necessarily also have to be cruise ship ministry. I could, uh, I could find ways to host a team who could stay here for two or three days. We could do uh, a lot of the work that happens when a ship isn't in, right? the packages are coming in every day. We have to restock the shelves. We have to, there's any number of things that we can do. And so we could find um, accommodations for you and then put your team to work for those two or three days. Or like I said, you can find some of those organizations that are um, that network and bring uh, missions teams from other parts of the countries into the city and then share with other organizations here in the city to do that kind of work. Or you can make it a road trip if you're a little bit closer. I've had teams drive here from New Jersey, from uh, the western parts of New England area, from upstate New York, and they've driven up here early in the morning. And then when they're done here with the day, they stick around in Boston and maybe perhaps do a little bit of sightseeing and go out for dinner. Uh, I've had youth groups come in that have organized a trip to a Red Sox game after one of our cruise ship ministry days and then stay overnight and head home the next day. So tremendous way to get youth groups involved. Typically what I tell uh, folks, Dan, is um, there, there's, in theory, there's no age limit, but I make, I ask people to be aware, you know, your child. So, uh, a third or fourth grader would be fascinated by what we do for about 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. And then they kind of lose interest and they, they, they start to get a little bit bored. Now I've lost not just that very valuable fourth grader, but I've also lost one of the parents because they need to, you know, stay, stick even closer or even just be with that child. So it's up to you. You know your child. It's probably age appropriate from upper junior high level up. Um, where they, they, they have the attention span and can work throughout the day. Again, the day is four to six hours long. Uh, upper junior high, by that I mean eighth, ninth, 10th grade. Anywhere from ninth to 12th grade, it's golden. College age groups are fantastic. They're just brilliant. And they, it's a tremendous way for them to experience uh, missions work um, while nearby a college. So we've had teams from local colleges come in and volunteer for the day and go home. Um, so but again, I've had some folks bring in their second grade, third grade people. You're going to need to stick pretty close to them, though, as the parent. Uh, we don't we don't offer that. We're not going to uh, you, you're the one that's going to be working with them and so forth. And that child will eventually they just lose interest because you do need to have a attention span to make this work. So I hope that kind of answers that question. Thank you, Steve. So there you have it. Bring your spouse friends, coworkers, church members, teenagers, and yourself to volunteer at this one-day mission. To sign up, visit necfarers.org, that is letter N, letter E, and spell out seafarers.org, and click on the Volunteer tab and look for the Genius Sign Up icon. And here's the sneak preview for the next episode. One of the challenges we need to do is to find more volunteer lay visitors to visit the industrial ships to make sure that at least there's a presence on board the ship so that if a seafarer has a problem or a question, we can reach out to them. This was my coffee break with the NESM Port Chaplain, Stephen Cushing. And I am Dan Lee, your host. We will see you in the next episode.